0: And welcome back to the Dreamcast. I am your host, Denise Walsh. I combine science, scripture, and stories that will inspire you to dive deep, break through your own personal glass ceiling, and design a life of your dreams. Big, big welcome back to the Dreamcast. I am super excited for you to hear today's interview because I know it will just touch your soul. Our next guest was a neonatal nurse. She is a mama of four and a wife of a pediatrician. And her mission is to help parents reclaim the joy of parenthood by conquering sleep deprivation. Oh my goodness. All parents who are listening understand sleep deprivation when you have a newborn. Holy cow. So since the birth of Taking Care of Babies in 2013, our guest has truly been able to see her passion come to life as she educates, empowers, and encourages parents all over the world. New parents rave about her life-changing courses and resources on social media, in blogs, and across parenting forums. When she's not working with new parents, our guest loves to laugh, wear yoga pants and wander through the aisles of Target and is constantly trying to cut back on her candy consumption. Can I get an amen? Please welcome Kara from Taking Kara Babies. Hello. Thank you, Denise. It's great to be here. (gasps) Yay. Well, we've got a lot of entrepreneurs listening and a lot of new moms. So we'll definitely get into newborns, sleeping, sleep patterns, like how to be sane in the first to 3-6 months of being a new mom. But I first want to dive into your business story because I love the idea of of having an idea and then putting it into fruition. And, And you've been able to do that. So where did you
1: start? Well, I started as a neonatal ICU nurse. So I graduated from nursing school and went right into the NICU, which is sick and premature babies. I did that for five years. And then I cross trained over to labor and delivery, which, as any new mom or dad knows, that's where you deliver the babies. And so I was the nurse in the delivery room, helping these moms and dads have these babies. I truly felt, Denise, that this was the best job on the planet. Like, who gets to be a part of a miracle? Every day you go to work and you get a paycheck for it. It was, I was born to be a labor and delivery nurse. Loved it, loved it, loved it. While I was working in labor and delivery, there was this one pediatrician who was very interested in the babies I was delivering. And to make a long story short, he kept being interested and interested in those babies. And so I married him and now we have four kids. So I was a labor and delivery nurse, married to a pediatrician. Of course, you put a baby nurse and a baby doctor together. And we love babies. So we had quite a few of them. But while I was working, so I worked labor and delivery through all four babies. And I, I loved it. But after my fourth was born, my husband was, you know, working as a pediatrician, he came home one day after seeing 62 sick kids. And our youngest three had diarrhea. And he was like, Kara, It's time to come home. And I'm like, babe, my patient's pushing. I can't leave yet. So after that, it was like, these 12-hour shifts are really hard. Let's kind of talk about what we can do differently. So we talked a lot and I traded the labor and delivery room in for the OB office. So one day a week, I went and worked in an OB office. So If you're a new mom, you know this. If you've been to the OB when you're pregnant, I measured pregnant bellies and listened to fetal heart tones and made moms drink nasty orange drink and all that stuff you do when you're pregnant. But while I was working in this OB office, I got to see moms after they delivered. And that was something as a labor and delivery nurse, we see you maybe 24, 48 hours after you deliver. And that's it. We don't know what happens to you six weeks, eight weeks down the road. So here I am working in this OB office and these new moms would come in and time and time again, I just kept hearing, Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Like, and these are moms that were like, I'm ready to be a mom. I I want this. I'm excited for this, but they look like, well, like a train had hit them right after they delivered. So I just could relate. I knew what that feeling was of like, I want this baby and I want to enjoy her so much, but I'm exhausted. When I brought our baby home, Denise, from the hospital, I was a little smug, like, how hard can this be, right? Like, here is this baby doctor married to a baby nurse. Like, we got this. And we looked at each other. We were like, how do normal people do this during the day? But to take care of a baby and get sleep, we were clueless. We were like... How do you do this? So fast forward eight months and this little girl was tucked in between the two of us nursing all night, every night. Nobody was sleeping. We were cranky. We were at the end of our ropes. And then my husband would get up and go to work and tell parents like you, don't sleep with your baby. It's not safe. And I'd be like, babe, you're lying to them. Why are you telling them that? He's like, babe, I don't know. How do you, how do you get these kids to sleep? Come to find out you don't learn a lot about that in medical school or in nursing school. You know, so it was, that set me on this journey to kind of figure out baby sleep. So I did get Ella sleeping and I learned so much about baby sleep and it became my passion. Now it was just kind of a side little hobby for me and my friends. I'd help my friends with their babies. Now take me back to that OB office. So here I had had four babies. I learned, oh, if you start from the beginning, it's so much easier. And now I'm working in this OB office, okay, with four kids at home. One day a week, I'm working in this OB office. And I'm seeing all these pregnant women, and they're exhausted. And I just felt like so many of these moms are just surviving instead of thriving during that newborn stage. And so because of my past, because of what I had been through with our own daughter and how, what I learned from it, I thought, okay, I'm going to take this experience and I want to help these new moms. I have the knowledge. I've researched this with evidence based research. I know how to help them thrive during these first few months of motherhood. So Denise, this is what I did. I said, guess what? I'm going to teach classes. I am going to teach classes how to help these moms get sleep and really thrived during the newborn stage. So I talked to an OB and I used her waiting room and I was going to have classes. So my very first class, like I promoted it and sent out flyers and talked it up and put it on social media. And I brought cookies and water bottles and I was just ready. I just knew parents would just, they, they would like flock, you know, like they were all going to come. Denise, not one person showed up. Oh no, not one. Like (laughs) Here it was. I had all this knowledge to share and I waited and I waited and I promoted it well, but nobody came. Nobody came. And so I sat in that room and I just felt like, wait, I believed in this and I know this is what parents need, but nobody's here. And so I got my water bottles and I got my cookies and I was going home and I'm like, I'm going to eat all these cookies on the way home, I guess. And I walk out in the parking lot. Now I live in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. This was Scottsdale, North Scottsdale, which, you know, it's like the middle of a city. I walk out in the parking lot of this doctor's office. Denise, not one person showed up to my class, but three pigs, three javelinas come running through the parking lot. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I can't get one parent to show up, but three pigs show up to my class, and I just remember getting in the car and just crying and thinking, this was my dream. Like, I know I can help people and n- nobody felt like it was worth coming to. But that that moment, I had to make a decision. So, so do you give up? Do do you believe in this dream? Do you believe that you have something that people truly need? or is this enough to say nope you know what other people think determines your dream and i just knew nope nope i'm going to keep doing this now keep in mind i was still working as an ob in or as an ob nurse in the ob office but i just felt like nope i'm going to i'm going to keep doing it and i'm going to keep doing it and after you know two times like maybe one person would show up and then at one other but when those moms would show up Denise, I would pour it all into them. I didn't care. I had one mom show up. I'm going to teach her and I'm going to teach her well. And one of those moms said, you know what? I took a CPR class at Babies R Us. I'm going to tell them about your class because I think, you know, if you taught at a baby store, people would come. So I, I started teaching and they they were like, okay, Kara, but these classes are free. I'm like, that's okay. I want to teach. I want to I do this. I'll do it for free. So I started teaching in these baby stores, you know, and wow. um and then two people would show up. And then they would go home and they would tell their friends, so the next one, I'd have like four people show up. And then Babies R Us was like, "Carol, we want you to teach at all of our locations." So I was driving here and there and and suddenly instead of like two or four people, it was starting to become six or eight. And when people showed up, Denise, I poured it all into them. I didn't care how many showed up. If I had one person show up, I was going to share this knowledge with them. And so it went from there to I met this little in this little dining room of a restaurant and I started like, okay, I'm going to have tickets, I'm going to sell tickets. And by this point, moms had started coming and dads had started coming and and they started like telling their friends and telling their friends. And so it was you know, I would teach it about once a month and I'd have the room like packed. I'd have about 20 people in there. And Denise, fast forward five years and now it's the number one newborn class in the Phoenix Scottsdale area. And it's number one worldwide. I, I have since put it online. And now if you Google newborn sleep class, taking care of babies comes up. It's the number one class for newborns and moms and dads, and they're loving it. So that's what I want people to see is like, it went from just this dream to three little pigs showing up in a parking lot to it's number one.
0: Wow. Wow. I love your story because you certainly have a passion and a heart for babies and then a passion and a heart For mamas, and not Mm -hmm. only because you have four of your own, but you spent so, I mean, 20 years working in that field. Now, when you started saying, okay, the sleep is something I need to learn, like we honestly think that children are born knowing how to the skill. I did not know that I had to teach the skill (laughs) to a baby, but you do. So tell me a little bit about the research you did at the beginning to
1: build your knowledge. Sure. Well, biologically, we need sleep, right? Our bodies need sleep. However, sleep is a learned skill. However, I think so many people are out there and I was under the same impression that, and you know, that there's there's this whole camp of if you want your baby to sleep, well, you wait until they're eight or 10 or 12 months old, and then you put them in a room and you never come back the rest of the night. And you know, you, you're drinking wine out on the front patio and, and then in the morning you come back. And I felt like, I can't do that. Like, I love this baby girl more than my life. I couldn't do that. And so what I learned through research was, you know what, if you start from the very beginning and you're just laying a healthy foundation, it's so much easier than waiting until they're older. So I kind of work from birth through age two now, but if I can work with expectant parents and those with babies in the first 12 weeks, I have a class, it's called, will I ever sleep again? And there's no crying involved. It doesn't involve any crying. It's just about laying that foundation. And what I love is that I can show parents, look, they're still rocking and snuggling and baby wearing involved. It doesn't mean you put them in a room and let them scream. Like that's just not developmentally appropriate for a newborn. And then as they get older, you know, there's, you meet them where they are developmentally, but in order to do that, like where did all that come from? How did I learn this? I started researching and my husband, so he was like, Kara. So keep in mind, pediatrician, science minded. He's like, listen, listen, okay, with Ella, our first, he was like, put her in a room, let her scream. We'll get her in the morning. She'll figure it out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do it. So I said, I'm going to research this. And I have to tell you, I was out to prove to him like this was impossible. So I started looking at evidence-based research, true science. And that's what he said. He said, Kara, I don't want you reading some mom blog or somebody's opinion. I want you to look at the medical research. And so I scoured. Now, keep in mind, I'm a nurse. So reading medical journals, like, I'm kind of a nerd like that. I love that kind of stuff. But I wanted to see, like, what is it and what what effects does it have on a baby and that sort of thing. So I was I was doing that. And then I started attending conferences and learning from some of the best in the nation and some of, you know, the highest physicians and, and those who have done infant research. And so I started learning, again, just for my fun.
0: Now, when you were doing this, you weren't thinking, I'm going to start a business with this information. You were doing this for your own
1: use at this point. Absolutely. I just felt like, okay, I need to learn this. I need to learn this. Now, keep in mind, that was 15 years ago. My daughter, Ella, is now 15. I'm going to tell you it was easier then than I think it is now. I feel like now there's you get on, you Google and you get to hear everybody's opinions and there's all these voices in the wind and there's all this like out there it shows this and research shows that. And it on both sides, like, Oh, your baby should be in your bed all night. No, your baby should never be in your bed. Like there's so many conflicting opinions out there. And so, What I want is to give moms like, okay, here's a voice to listen to. And and dads do. This is both parents. Here's a voice to listen to. This is all research based. Here's a plan to follow and follow this plan and we can get your baby sleeping. And I have classes. I have resources from birth, like I said, from birth to age two. So the newborn class is all about laying that foundation and some of these babies are sleeping 8 to 12 hours by 8 to 12 weeks no crying involved and moms you wouldn't believe it when you as a mom can get sleep it is empowering it makes you feel like oh my gosh i this is this is the joy that i wanted in motherhood and that's that's my heart denise that's my mission is it, it's so much bigger than baby sleep it's i want moms, I want dads to experience that joy in parenthood, because as you know, it is a great experience. But sleep deprivation can ruin almost everything in life, you know, It I really can. can.
0: What I love about your story is that it truly was your passion that then evolved. And I often think like, if I'm going to have a hobby, I might as well make money from it. <laughs> you had a hobby. It was your passion. It was brewing inside of you. You finally said, okay, not only is this working, you're able to practice on the other three children. You uh-huh. were able to develop those the skills. You're helping friends and family. And then you started teaching it sounds like it was just this slow, but steady, like putting it out there, putting it out there, putting it out there that
1: eventually started to snowball. Right. You know, Denise, I never set out with like, I'm going to make this amount of money. I'm going to... And I get it that that's... For some people, you have this business plan and you have, this is my goal. And here's what I did. And right or wrong, this is this is how I did it. This mom showed up. And... I loved her. Well, this mom reached out to me, Kara, my nine month old is up four times a night. And so I started by writing personalized sleep plans and I would coach her through that. And I literally, the mom standing in front of me, I loved her well. And then when she was started sleeping and she started see, seeing success, guess what? She told three of her friends. And so now I've got three of them that I'm helping. And I, I just put one foot in front of the other. My mission, what was my mission to help moms reclaim the joy of parenthood? I kept that in the forefront of my mind and took one step and then the other and then another. And I loved people well during it until it got to a point where it was like, okay, I physically cannot help. I can't provide the kind of care that I know is needed. And so One-on-one like it was starting to go. Okay. It grew into this business that it was like I can't maintain Motherhood of my own raise my four kids and run this business So what can I do because for every mom I was helping there were 10 standing in line saying kara? I need your help. So what I did is I created online classes and Again, Denise, I went to nursing school. I didn't have a business degree. I didn't even know business lingo. I didn't know what it meant to be in the red or the black. I didn't know any of that. Like I just knew this mama needs some help. I got a heart and a mission to help her. And I got the knowledge and the education and the resources. I'm going to help her. And so when I got to a place where I couldn't physically help these 10 that were standing in line, I thought, You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to create online classes. And in these classes, I'm going to teach this mom how to personalize a sleep plan for their own baby. And so then they could watch the class and then book a call with me. So it was like I was there in front of them in their living room, teaching them what to do. But then I was able to provide that personalized care through a phone consult. And then when it grew to the point where I was like, okay, I still had 10 moms waiting in line. I got a team together. I found women who had the same passion that I do to serve parents, love them well, educate them, make them feel like we are reclaiming the joy in parenthood. And I surrounded myself with a team. And we've grown and we've grown and we've grown. So this little desire in my heart of, I want this mom to thrive instead of just survive. It went from that. To, I have now a team of three full-time employees, one part-time employee, and our mission is to serve parents well so they can reclaim the joy of parenthood. And it was, again, one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. Who shows up? When they show up, you'll love them well. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, you know, for, for your listeners... I don't know what business or what dream you have, but it doesn't have to be a huge business plan from the beginning. I never put a time limit on it. I never said, you know, by this date, I have to reach this goal. I knew, okay, I'm going to keep doing this. And I just look back and I think I'm so glad I didn't put a time limit on it. Like my, I was just, we're going to go, we're going to keep going. And we're going to one foot in front of the other and love as many people as we can and help as many people as we can. But it wasn't by year three, I want to hit this goal. And by, by year four, I want to hit this goal. Now, let me tell you, I'm, I'm a goal driven person. Like I, you give me goals, I'm ready to crush them. But my goals were love one mom at a time, just love one mom at a time. So I don't know. I'm not saying that that's right or wrong. Like, I think let's have some goals out there. Let's let's reach them. But I see so many moms or so many entrepreneurs, I guess, that are like, well, I didn't reach my goal by this date, so I'm done. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you can't stop. When you hit a roadblock or you think I'm not as far along as I wanted to be, I want you to use that to go, okay, so I've hit a roadblock. This means this door is closed. It doesn't mean you're done. It means, okay, it's time to turn left or right or jump up high, like which way? It doesn't mean you're done. And that's what I want other people to hear. You have a dream in your heart that you know the world needs. You don't give up. You don't give up and you don't have to put a time limit on it. You don't have to say, I I didn't reach my goal by this time, so I'm just done. No, you keep going. You do, you do. And when when you're passionate about it, it goes by fast. It doesn't even feel like
0: work. Like you can't imagine doing anything else. And so, you know, one of the things I think about too, is if God gave us the big picture from the beginning, we'd probably all freak out and
1: run away. (laughs) I'm so glad he didn't. I'm so glad he didn't because I don't think I could have handled it. I, I think, I think I, he showed me just enough to go, okay, I can take this step, you know? And then when I got there, I could see just enough to take another step and another step.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I think if you um, would have known 5 years ago that you were going to be number 1 on Google, that might have been overwhelming. But because it was like popcorn kernels at a time, one step at a time, you grew into that. So when it came, you had the people in place. You had the help. You had the website. You had the e-courses. You had things available. So, So not only you blossomed into it, but your clients thrived in your experience.
1: Yes, thank you. I I think that's it. I think and and that's what I want people to hear. It's just just take the next step. Just yeah. take the next step. And those big dreams, I want you to dream big, but don't let them overwhelm you. Just take the next step right in front of you. I have to tell you
0: one quick story. I've been working on a lot of projects and sometimes it feels like I'm hitting roadblocks and things and so I asked for a dream. I said, "Can you give me a dream? Like just let me know. I know you speak in dreams like tell me I'm on the right path. And I had a dream that night that I walked into a room and I started getting teary. And I said, I I almost quit. And and if I quit, you wouldn't be here right now. And I feel like so many times we hit a roadblock and we think, I guess that means I shouldn't do this. And we give meaning to it when really it's just a part of the game. It's just a piece of the puzzle. And when I woke up that next morning, I was like, I've gotta keep going because as you said, this belief, this knowledge, like the world needs it, right? And mm-hmm. so when you've got that belief, then you're, it's not that things are going to be uber easy and you'll never have another roadblock or discouragement again. But it's that you don't give as much meaning to them because your belief
1: supersedes it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I think when you hit those roadblocks, like you said, it doesn't have to mean that it's done. I, I look at that roadblock. And this, I think, comes from looking back where nobody showed up. I look back and I say, okay, but the time that I showed up, and it was like the third class where one person showed up. I can see me. I'm a numbers girl. I want a packed room. I want them to show up by the hundreds, you know? When that one showed up, I was so grateful for that one. And I know myself well enough to say, had they shown up in droves from the beginning, I wouldn't have have appreciated that one. And if there's anything now I can say, Denise, every one makes a difference. And yesterday I got a DM on Instagram and this mom said, something along the lines of Kara, I'm thr- I'm, I'm loving the newborn stage and I could go on and on, but you probably hear it all the time. So I'm just going to say, thank you. And my response to her was, you know what? Your thank you is so important to me because that represents a life impacted. This is a mama who is loving the newborn stage. One, if, if that's the only reason why taking care of babies exists, I'm the most successful woman on the planet, right? If that one mom enjoys the newborn stage, wow. And so take those roadblocks that you hit and go, okay, it doesn't mean that it's done. It means I can learn something from it. And I just have always always appreciated the one that showed up, the one. And that way, when the hundreds show up, you never forget the one because she's so important. And whatever your dream is, whatever your business is, whatever it is that you're going for, that's the secret to success. The one matters. So Mm -hmm. don't give up just because people don't show up or whatever your roadblock might be.
0: Absolutely. I can imagine that your presentation got better as well. That one and then three and then six you're able to figure out how to teach this material so they could hear it and receive it and go home with an empowered plan and then maybe when the group gets bigger how do you do it in a in a more mass way and so i feel like you learn and grow throughout every experience and and whether they end up purchasing or not or whatever the end goal is right like you get better
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You cannot underestimate that that growing process makes you who you are. And still, I feel like, you know, if I teach, the class is sold out. However, every time I teach, I think, okay, I want this to be the best I've ever done. I I want this class to be better than the last. And isn't that what it's all about? Like it's, it's about serving and growing. And if you're doing that, you're on the right track. You know,
0: we always say add value and the rest will fall into place. And it seems like your head and your heart has been on people this entire time. It's been connected to your passion as well. And like, that's where momentum is created. Staying focused in your passion zone, adding value to people and amazing things can
1: happen. And that's when 2 plus 2 doesn't equal 4 anymore. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I. I don't want to restate it. You stated it beautifully. That's
0: perfect. <laughs> well, I have a question about the tech because you're a people person. I'm a people person. You know, you, you've you got your heart in a certain zone. How did you start Instagram and know what to post and build your following there and create e-courses? And, you know, your website is beautiful. What did? How did you... Did you learn those skills? Did you outsource those skills? Did you do a little bit of both? Tell me more about... about the, the scaling of your business. Okay, First off,
1: I just jumped in. So like if you scroll down to the very bottom of my Instagram, it's not pretty. It's not. And I just jumped in and I, okay, as a new mom, what is it I wanted to learn? So it started like that. But Denise, as I grew and grew and grew as a business, I just surround myself with good people and people who know that stuff. You know, so I have a web guy now and I have a girl who is, you know, in that digital space. And let me tell you, I can deliver a baby in six minutes. I can take a blue baby and make it pink. I can take a newborn and show a mom how to make them stop crying. But like this digital world, oh my gosh, it's overwhelming to me. So I've tried to say, okay, what is it that I do? Well, I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to surround myself with people who know how to do the rest. As far as Instagram, like that sort of thing, I just kept it real. Like, what is it? And, and so serve, 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 serve. Um, I, I think if you get on taking care of babies on Instagram or Facebook, you're going to see it's not about, hey, she's trying to sell this course and sell that course and sell this. I was like, how can I educate? how can I serve? What's a piece as this mom is just scrolling through nap time. What's a nugget that I can give to her. And that's always been my heart. So I think for Instagram, it's been that, but for the website and the tech world and putting these things on, you know, on a platform and hosting and Denise, I don't get it. I started writing a blog because my web guy said, Oh, this is good for SEOs. I'm like, what does SEO stand for? Like, I didn't get it. I just, oh, you mean you can write a blog and these moms will read it and that'll serve? Okay, then I can do that. But I didn't know what SEO stood for, but I had to surround myself with people who did know so that we could serve moms even better. Mm-hmm.
0: It is interesting to kind of move from the the talent, the speaker, the educator to the CEO hat, where you're like, okay, what do I need? So then I can go find it, <laughs> and right. then you surround myself with people that are going to help us all on this mission. But everything's learnable. Everything's right. learnable, and I love that you don't have to be an expert in everything. Right. You really can learn about it, and then you can get help and outsource because.
1: Then you're letting somebody else live in their gift zone too. Exactly. But don't underestimate the power of a Google search bar. Like that's where I started a lot. Like, okay, yes, my website, I had to hire it out. But hosting these these videos and, and yeah. I started that on Google. Just Google it, you know? There is so much you can
0: learn now. I waited four years to start this podcast because I was waiting for my tech husband to say, okay, let's go. And then him to show me how to do it. And finally, I realized it's my baby, not his baby. And so no pun intended. Right. Right. (laughs) And and so I had to Google, how do you start a podcast? And I had to like order three microphones and I had to edit it six times in a closet filled with blankets and figure this stuff out. But once you know, you know. Right. There you go. That Good. Happened. And I'm
1: so glad you did because I've enjoyed
0: your <laughs> podcast so much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I have to tell you that I went to visit my sister-in-law and brother. They live in Chicago. And my brother put their baby Corinne down for a nap with no tears, no crying. I have two boys myself and my oldest one, I never learned these skills and it was like two and a half years in. I was pregnant again. I hired a sleep trainer because I thought, how am I going to have another baby when bedtime takes two hours? And I'm, you know, my husband and I are arguing about who has to do it. We ended up putting my oldest into bed like with us. And so we worked with somebody who did phone consultations with us and gave us a plan. This was what five, six years ago. And it worked and it helped. And it was so nice to have a plan that both of us could get on the same page about because a a, quote unquote expert told us to do it. It wasn't my idea or his idea. Like We could just execute the plan. And it made a huge difference in my family. And then when I went to visit my brother, I was like, you just put her down for a nap. And that took like a minute. I am so impressed. And, and they took my classes. Did they 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 did. The they've been a, they've been following you the whole time and, oh, I love and it. it's been working. Now so Good. I'm so impressed that not only my sister in law, but my brother does it too. And he's been right. all all learning. So it's Good. been really life changing because you're right. That doesn't just change the relationship in the family. That's changes your ability to work it changes your communication in general i mean it changes your whole lifestyle feeling like you can do things again right and get out of the house and have people over i mean do you have a really crazy story before we end today about
1: somebody that you worked with that saw amazing results my hope is that if you take the taking care of babies course you're going to see amazing results and i don't i say this humbly i want you to hear I, I see the I see the success stories a lot. And and Denise, sleep deprivation, when a sleep-deprived person, when their brain is compared to that of a drunk brain, they're identical. And so when a sleep-deprived person is trying to take care of a baby, it's like a drunk trying to take care of a baby. It's hard. So if you're out trying to build a business and make your dream come true and you're sleep deprived, it's like trying to do it when you're drunk. It's just it's not feasible. So I, I want to tell you about about Jennifer, ok? So Jennifer is a high school teacher, and she had a little guy named Lucas, and Lucas wasn't sleeping and 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 they had a rough start. You know, they had reflux, and they had, you know, just lots of health issues in the beginning. But Jennifer had to go back to school. She's a you know, a high school English teacher. And so she is, Trying to do her best, take care of this baby who's up multiple times a night. And I mean, he was up four, five, six, seven times a night. I mean, she just was not sleeping. She used to call her mother on the way to work and on the way home and say, Mom, if you don't hear me talking, you need to scream. I shouldn't be behind a car. Like when we're sleep deprived, I mean, it is dangerous for us. And now she's supposed to go and give it her all to high school students. And so, She did my class, the ABCs of sleep, and she implemented it. And of course, you know, we're working with those health issues and we had to get that reflux under control. And she was working with her doctor to get that, you know, situated first. But in 14 nights, this mom went from a mom who was really probably shouldn't have been on the road, should not have been going to high school and teaching to Oh my gosh this baby is sleeping 11 to 12 hours each and every night and even talking to her on the phone Denise I it was it was like talking to a different person it was a well rested mom and she just cried and she cried and she said I realized This is the mom I was made to be. This is the mom that I knew I could be. I'm the teacher that I was before I gave birth again. And and my students can tell a difference. And I, I can call my mom on the way to work because I enjoy talking to her, not because I worry that my life is in danger if I stop talking. You know, that is what it's all about is I just want parents to reclaim the joy that is in parenthood, help them be the mom, the dad that they long to be, help them to be their best in their work environment or in their stay at home world. Like I want you living up to your best, whatever that means. That was about three years ago. And Jennifer now is a part of the taking care of babies team full time. And she's a gem, but you know what? She walked it firsthand. She walked it firsthand. I just want you to know there's there's a million Jennifers out there, a million. I could I could list their names. I there's so many because I this is a pain point in so many people's lives, and I'm out to destroy sleep deprivation. I am. We're gonna <laughs>
0: conquer it. Yes. So far, yes. Oh so far. my goodness. So There you go.
1: Tell me about a pivotal moment that you
0: experienced while growing your business.
1: Oh, Denise, I think that would be last July. Last July, my business, I I took this older baby class, this class for 5 to 24 month olds, and I put it online. And it showed me how many sleep deprived families there are in this country, in this world, that they needed help. And now keep in mind, I am a girl who likes to provide excellent customer service. I want to walk people through this journey and it was growing so fast that i couldn't keep up and i was sitting in church and i just started crying i felt like you know i'm a little bit of a perfectionist a little bit if i can't do it perfect i'm not going to do it at all and denise i'm sitting there and i just started crying and just praying just saying god i'm at the end of me i i can't do this anymore i, I i'm ready just to shut it down because if I'm not going to do it well, I don't want to do it. And and so I just can't do this. I, I can't do it. And I had this moment in my heart where I knew I heard from him. And I think, if, you know, for Christians, I think we have those moments in our lives where you know, you know, you know, you heard the voice of God. And it was not an audible voice, but just, oh, good, Kara, you're at the end of you that's good because now this is where i step in and i i just heard it. it this was never your business to begin with this was mine the entire way and so i i'm i'm okay i think he was telling me he was okay that i was at the end of me because he was ready to jump in and you know i think the verse ephesians 3:20 just has always stood out With my business and it's now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine. And that's what he has proven. He, I had this tiny little dream in my heart and he took that and he grew it immeasurably more than I could ever ask or imagine. I couldn't have come up with this business plan. It was one foot in front of the other, in front of the other, and he grew it and it's his. And Denise, right after that is when my business, we became a team. It wasn't Kara anymore. It was the taking Cara babies team. And they're incredible. They are women that are passionate like me. They have that heart and that mission that I couldn't have found just by reading a resume. So it, it was a pivotal moment. It was last July. And so now we are, you know, a little over a year out and just, Oh yeah. This was never yours to begin with, Kara. It was never yours.
0: Mm, I love that. And when you really do kind of let go of the reins and say, "Okay, God, I don't get it, but I accept and I'm going to keep moving and you can figure it out. Right. The the right people come into your path at the right time. And you just keep taking that one step at a time and trusting that God is going to give you the next step whenever it's ready.
1: Exactly. And he has taken care of these mamas in my business through this team. And that was my biggest fear. Like, I can't take care of all of these people that and provide them the service that I'm used to, but they're getting it. It's just different. And that's good. It, it was good for me to get to the end of myself. So mm, it's good. We should all probably get there a little bit sooner, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Why
0: did it take this long? Right, right. All right. Well, I have two last business questions for you because not only uh, is your husband a pediatrician and and working crazy hours and you are building a thriving business, but you are a mom. So I want to hear a little bit about
1: how you balance both. Denise, that's the one question I wish you didn't ask. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, it's my biggest struggle. It is my biggest struggle because guess what? When, when you are the business, it doesn't stop. It's not you turn it on at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. and it's off at 5. It's always there. There's always emails. There's always social media. There's always work to be done. Yet these four little people who call me mom rely on me to like be a balanced person. And so that's, that's what I'm working on right now. That is my, Kara, when you work, you work hard and you give it all you got. And then when you're not working, you put that phone down and you give it all you got when you look in Charlie's eyes, when you look in Ella's eyes, you talk to her and you are present. And so I'm doing little things like, okay, exercise. I'm not one who loves to sweat, but I'm like, no, you are going to exercise three to four times a week. And if that means just enough, like get on that bike and sweat for 30 minutes, I did it. So I'm going to tell you, it's my biggest struggle. I'm a go-getter. I'm a type A. I measure success by being productive and check, check, check on my list. But I don't want to look back and say, oh my gosh, these babies, I helped all these families and these babies grew up under my feet. Like, no, no, I want to be present in their lives. And so I think it's a conscious decision of when you work, you work hard. and then. When you are in front of those kids, when you're in front of that husband, you turn that phone off and you look them in the eyes and you decide to stay present. And it's my hardest struggle right now. It's my biggest, biggest struggle. And so can you ask me again in a month how I'm doing? Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, if we weren't growing, we'd be dying. There's always right. some some other right. skill to learn and get better at. But mm-hmm. I am absolutely the same way. And so I found that it sound okay. This might sound bad or weird, or I don't know. No, tell me. I like put them on my checklist. (laughs) So then it can be like on and off and like, no, my time right now is to play games. Right. So I'm fully playing games. And then when the time is to go do something else, I'll be fully doing that. But I found if I've kind of scheduled it, it sounds silly, but you know, and when we're done with this, we're going to go to Panera for lunch and go to Meyer And, you know, we're just like in the schedule and we're going to yep. go and not that doing errands is fun, but like we're going to get out of the house and go do something. And so right. I think that as moms, we all need to be reminded to be intentional, but then also, of course,
1: offer each other grace because I'm sure you're, you are doing just fine in your kid's eyes, right? Well, <laughs> but, you know, I, I think they they probably think that but i always i think you're right i think we've got to schedule it i i want to i want them to get the best part of me you know yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, Kara, it has been a pleasure getting to know you and and hearing about your business story and just your passion and your heart for people, for babies and for moms, for families. I really do think that this is something everybody needs to know exists because for a new mom to go, I mean, we just need to know that this is something that can be taught and life does not have to to be so hard we can learn these skills and our family can live drama and chaos free full of sleep love and joy so check out yes. Yes, taking, taking care of babies that's taking taking care of baking all the links will be in the show notes below she's also on Instagram check her out and let her know what you learned from this episode and how you connected with her today so thank you Kara so much. Thank you, Denise. Thank you so much for listening today. Head over to denisewalsh.com. Enter your email to subscribe to our list. And I'll be sending out an early bird special coupon. 50% off, in fact, of the Dream Life Workbook when it is launched in just a few months. So if you want to have first dibs, let's get your name on that list. Thanks again. I so appreciate you. And remember to dream big.